Hello, friends and fellow seekers. Welcome back to the Law of One Spiritual Advice Podcast. My name is L. I'm sorry I took a week off. I was feeling a bit under the weather, and so just taking some time to heal. So today, since the last week was around the dates of 9-11, I had been watching a lot of movies that are sort of have that symbology or the symbolism of 9-11 and, you know, the two towers sort of crumbling and, and becoming one in the new tower, if you've ever um, looked into that a little bit. But there is a lot of symbolism going on there, and I think that much of it has to do with the end of our third density that the Law of One often talks about, how we are moving from the third density into the fourth density, and how that we are in the density right now. The third density is the density of choice, and so to have choice is to have two paths, right? There'd be no choice if you weren't able to choose one or the other, but as this density comes to a close, so do those two choices you know, let's say crumble and come into one. And so that's what we're going to talk about today with some third density confusion added in there so you understand the nature of the game that we are here playing. And I wrote down some things after I watched a movie about this stuff the other day, which was, um, funny enough, whether (laughs) you're aware of it or not, the movie Fight Club. It is actually very heavy in this type of symbolism in that there is the guy's lower self and the guy's higher self. The lower self is the Tyler Durden of, of him, and the higher self is Marla, who sort of demonstrates the heart chakra in, you know, kind of gross ways. Like, it's not like it's a lovey-dovey type of movie. It's definitely pretty intense. Um, however, there is a lot of awesome symbolism in it, and, you know, weird enough, it was actually filmed and released before the whole 9-11 thing, which might just add a little bit of fun to the, the magic of the situation. Um, but anyways, that's what Cat catalyzed me to write a lot of these things down in anticipation of recording this podcast. So I'm just going to read to you what I wrote down after watching it. And I'm going to also include a few Law of One quotes, of course, in the in between in the little bits of this to add some context to it. So we are here to be confused. We currently reside in the third density. The third density is known as the density of choice. How it works is that we have maximum free will as we exist in the third density behind a veil of forgetting. This veil of forgetting allows us to make choices that are pure and unbiased by the truth of the unconditional love of the one creator. In other words, we have to sort of go behind a veil so that we don't really know what's happening and that we have uh, the ability to actually make a choice that is, like I said, unbiased by knowing that we're all unconditionally loved by the creator. We have to come into this sleep, into this forgetting to to figure out things for ourselves. So how the third density operates is through confusion and catalyst. This catalyst or experience keeps coming our way trying to propel us down one of the two paths, otherwise known as polarizing. If you've ever heard of the symbolism of the two towers which have collapsed and have been re-erected as one, this is sort of the idea of the ending of this third density. The third density offers us the choice, the choice of how to serve. Shall we evolve from this third density to the fourth density of love and understanding through the choice of love of self? in other words, negative polarization, or love of other self plus self, in other words, positive polarization. The whole purpose of every experience in your life is to encourage you down one of these two paths. 
And as I said before, we'd be coming to the end of this density, so the, you know, the, the, the opportunity to make these choices are becoming less and less. Or another way of stating it is that you're being very much pushed at the moment to make one of these choices as if you haven't already. And, you know, to be honest, most of us have already made that choice, whether consciously or subconsciously. Um, some people just haven't realized it yet. So, the symbolism of the destruction of the two towers is to symbolize the ending of the choice, the ending of third density. There is not much time left to make this choice. Eventually, those who have made the choice will either ascend to fourth density positive or the fourth density negative. Both are still paths of love, just a choice on how to love. Love of self exclusively or love of self plus other selves. In other words, you know, love of all or are you just loving every, you know, just loving yourself in the negative sense and at the expense of all other selves. It's sort of a perverted uh, aspect of love. <laughs> so in many movies, you may see this symbolism. Often it is through the eyes of some of those on the negative side of polarization who would claim that this is the ending of the two paths is the beginning of their, let's say, new world order, the beginning of their demonstration of their polarity, right? Because a lot of the movies that you watch are, let's say, influenced by those on the negative path, and so they would like to show you the end of third density as the beginning of their sort of negative polarity being demonstrated on a more global scale, right? But, you know, as scary as sometimes it might seem that they're trying to demonstrate their their sort of new world in the negative sense, um, you still have the positive polarity to choose and to make that choice. And to be honest with you, the more that the negative polarity is demonstrated in our density, I, in my opinion, find it easier to actually be of the positive polarity because it's so easy to just reject those things that are so obviously negative. But getting back to how this third density operates in, in that it allows us the choice is that we have to come behind the veil of forgetting. We have to be confused. We have to not know you know, which choice is better, let's say, so that we can make a more pure choice. And so I have a couple of quotes that will just maybe help with you, help give you some understanding as to why this density sometimes seems so confusing. So in the Law of One Material, in session 20.24, they state... The mind-body-spirit complex of third density has perhaps 100 times as intensive a program of catalytic action from which to distill distortions and learn teachings than any other of the densities. Thus, the learned teachings are the most confusing to the mind-body-spirit complex, which is, shall we say, inundated by the ocean of experience. End of quote. And so, you know, the way that I, what I like to take from that is that we are perhaps, they say, 100 times as an intensive of a program of catalytic action. In other words, it's a very confusing place. It provides us a lot of catalyst, or you could call it even experience. A lot of experience and catalyst and confusion that pushes you to make one of these choices. And it's very intense, as they state. So, you know, just be kind to yourself, be kind to others. It's a difficult place we live in. I just take that as a reminder to be kind to ourselves because you're never going to get it completely perfect. You are going to be confused, but being confused is kind of a sign that, um, you know, the, the third density is working its magic on you. So continuing on, there's another quote here from session 21.9. Ross states, The incarnation pattern of the beginning of third density mind-body-spirit complex begins in darkness, for you may think or consider of your density as one of, as you may say, a 
sleep and a forgetting. This is the only plane of forgetting. It is necessary for third density entity to forget so that the mechanisms of confusion or free will may operate upon the newly individuated consciousness complex. End of quote. And so that's just a reiteration of what I was already just saying about why we have to come here to be confused. It's so that we can have our free will operate in a well, free and more pure manner. So continuing on with this veil of forgetting, the veil of forgetting allows purity in these two choices, not necessarily suggesting that one path is better than the other, because it is not a true choice if it doesn't seem as if both paths are equally valid. So the third density will keep offering you confusion and experience until you eventually give up on your logic and your lower human ways and open the heart. It tries to exhaust the intellect and the lower aspects of ourselves in hopes of encouraging us to open the heart and enter that space. Everything in your life every moment is this catalyst. What shall you choose? How long will you be stubborn in your human ways of building and hoarding physical things until you come to this realization? How much confusion do you need to have thrown your way? How many things do you need to have taken from you until you throw up your arms and say, I do not know, but what I do know is that love is right. Love is true. I will seek love. I will love myself. I will love others no matter what happens. And with that, I'm going to add on another quote here from session 61.9. Ross states, This is not a dimension of knowing, even subjectively, due to the lack of overview of cosmic and other importings which affect each and every situation which produces catalysts. The subjective acceptance of that which is at the moment and the finding of love within that moment is the greater freedom. End of quote which is what I was stating, right? They, the, this third density confusion, we keep thinking that we can get through it with logic and understanding. However, most of it is to confuse you to the point that you give up on logic and that you enter the heart and you say, you know, I don't, I don't know what all of this is about. All I do know is that I do not know and that I know that I will open my heart to love because, you know, love seems to be right and I'm going to love myself and I'm going to love others and that seems to be the only thing that matters. So in this light, all bad things that happen can be seen as challenges and opportunities to serve both the self and others. Opportunities to practice love in the day of light and in the darkness of night, no matter what the circumstances. Those circumstances will be such that they are only circumstances that are finite. Love is infinite. Love is the sun that the universe turns upon. Love is the sun that provides light and warmth to the darkest reaches of infinity. Love is all. And with that, my friends, I'm going to leave you with one final quote which sort of summarizes my you know my final points here about when you give up on the logic and you become confused enough that you throw up your arms and say yeah you know this is just all about love well my friends it's sort of like a protection that is is it is bestowed upon you so in session 95.24 ross states there is no outward shelter in your illusion from the gusts flurries and blizzards of quick and cruel catalyst however to the pure, all that is encountered speaks of the love and light of the one infinite creator. The cruelest blow is seen with an ambience of challenges offered and opportunities to come. Thusly, the great pitch of light is held high above such an one, so that all interpretations may be seen to be protected by light. 
end of quote. And so do you see what this is trying to get at? That as you become into this third density confusion, into this sleeping, into this forgetting, and you have all the experience and catalysts thrown your way over and over and over until you eventually open the heart and enter that space, you may see that all is the creator, all is just experience for the sake of getting us to open ourselves to love in one path or the other, in the negative sense of love or in the positive sense of love. And assuming you're listening to this, you're trying to go down that positive service to others, plus loving yourself love. And that is wonderful. I you know, implore you to keep on that path, my friend. And as you are aware that all these things that happen to you, even if they're good or bad, right, we're going to have much of the gusts and flurries and blizzards of quick and cruel catalysts thrown our way. But the more that you can just see those as opportunities to serve, as opportunities to come, as opportunities to love in a more pure manner, either to love the self in a pure manner or to love others in a more pure manner, then no matter what happens, as terrible as it may be, um, you may see it in the great pitch of light that is held above such and one so that you can feel that all is the creator and all of this is just for the sake of love and that's what we are here to do. And so my friends, with that thought, I will leave you and bid you adieu. I thank you for listening to the podcast and I hope that uh, maybe you can even just go rewatch that movie and see how the lower self and the higher self of the main character in the in that Fight Club movie is, you know, at a battle. They're at a battle between the lower self and the higher self. And even though the whole movie seems to be pushing towards the negative of the negative path for that character, you'll see at the very end how he actually gives up the negative path and enters the heart chakra at the very end by, you know, connecting with Marla. And you'll talk you'll notice how throughout the movie even when he meets Marla at first, he they specifically even mention the heart chakra in one of the meetings that they're at and also throughout the whole movie there's all of this green color within the backgrounds of all of the scenes and that in my opinion is a demonstration of that coming forth density the densities and the chakras are very similar so you have red orange yellow green blue indigo violet well red orange yellow right yellow is the third density green is the fourth density and that green is the color of the heart chakra and is the nature of um, in my opinion what that movie is about and whether you think that because that movie was made before the actual events of 9-11 or not it could be like prophetic or whether somebody knew what was about to happen I don't really know I think that sometimes uh, the way to probably see a lot of that 9-11 symbolism is just to understand that that is a great event that was maybe always going to happen in our time in the sense of timelessness and all of time happening simultaneously, that those uh, creative writers and people who write movies and do art and stuff of that nature have an intuitive sense about them and they, they kind of intuited a lot of this of a lot of these events even before they actually happened. So it doesn't mean that they necessarily had foreknowledge of it happening. Um, it just sort of was a coincidence in a way, uh, but a coincidence which was because of their intuitive faculties and the nature of time sort of 
being bestowed upon them, let's say. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm a creative thinker. There's That's not the only movie that has a lot of that symbolism in it, but I would highly suggest you just watch it with an open mind, um, and it's actually quite intriguing if you see it the way I see it. Um, some people think it's just about fighting and all of that gross, you know, blood and beating each other up and all of that stuff, but I tell you, if you understand symbolism, it is a really intense movie to watch, and there's a lot of lessons input in it. So, my friends, I thank you for listening. If you appreciate my service, please give this podcast a like. Please make sure you subscribe if you want to hear future ones. And, you know, please share it around. That, that helps the channel grow. And also, you know, I like to do this as a freely give, freely receive type thing, as is the nature of the heart. And so I give all of this information and try to do this weekly, freely. And um, if you wanted to support my efforts, I would freely, gladly freely receive at theoneinfinitecreator.com. And you can sc- scroll down to the support section and join my Patreon or shoot me a one-time or reoccurring PayPal. So thank you everybody for those that do um, and have that abundance to share. It really means a lot to me. And thank you all for listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. Take care. Love you.